welcome to She Ventures Office Hours, a podcast for women wanting to unleash their untapped power within, in life, work, and beyond. I'm your host, Georgina Miranda, founder of She Ventures, social entrepreneur, storyteller, adventurer, coach, and activist. Each episode, we share wisdom, advice, and get real with inspiring souls from around the globe to help you on your journey to thrive, be well, and live in more truth. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's dive in. Today we have Shinshin Kuo joining us with Northwestern Mutual. She's a financial advisor there based in Portland, Oregon. Shinshin was also one of our She Ventures speaker at our Portland Summit. So super excited to have her back and sharing her wisdom with us today about a topic that a lot of us might be concerned about, and that is our finances in this uncertain times that have hit us unexpectedly. So Shinshin, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for having me. Um, and I'm really glad to have some time to chat and share some uh, information and, you know, kind of help people uh, think through a lot of things that's going on right now. Um, as you mentioned, um, I work as a financial advisor and I'm affiliated with Northwestern Mutual and I'm here in Portland, Oregon. Um, and just a very quick, you know, brief background in terms of um, uh, why I do what I do. Um, in my previous life, I work as a financial analyst in corporate environment. So I do corporate finance for 10 years out in Chicago. So used to manage like, you know, money for big S&P 500, anyway, all those people. Uh, Fortune 500 is what I call it these days. Anyway, so um, with that, and uh, I did that for 10 years and realized that it's really not for me. So I decided that I want to help real people um, and help people reach their goals. Uh, so um, I grew up in Taiwan, the super tiny island in a very traditional uh, Asian family. So my parents are a little bit uh, very excited all the time about kids' education. So my dad is a contractor uh, in construction business, and um, my mom is a day trader. Um, so growing up, I you know just kind of watched my mom trade, and it was pretty interesting because my mom's a homemaker, so she usually like have to make lunch for the family. So she would like put me in front of TV while she make lunch. Um, in Taiwan, they broadcast the um, stock market performance over uh, well actually after the news at noon so she's like oh you watch the tv while i make food and i'm kind of busy but if you look at this ticker and you see the triangles and red and green and just tell me you know what's the number right next to this ticker is the triangle green or red and then you know i would know what's going on i was like okay sure I'm a good daughter, I take instruction, and then I behave. <laughs> so I start calling out numbers up and right, and well, that's a game. And I start to realize that sometimes my mom would be really happy in the morning, she would be sad in the afternoon, she would cry over the night. I can never figure out what's going on. Later on, I realized when I was older that my mom's emotion tied to the stock market. So she's literally just riding that roller coaster. Um, she still trades today, and I'm sure she wouldn't be very happy if I call her, you know, this week. <laughs> um, so, starting from very young, I realized that you know how um, uh, emotional it could be if your you know day-to-day finances is literally tied to the stock market performance. So, um, 
I wanted to help people. I wanted to help families, you know, like my parents. So we don't have to kind of rely on next month's money just based on how market is doing. So there's something you can do that's called planning that you can look ahead uh, and you don't have to worry about where the money is going to come from tomorrow. So that's kind of how I got started. Uh, I've been working as an advisor in Portland area for five years now. Uh, in my day-to-day, -day, you know, a lot of conversation evolves around planning. So, um, you know, I usually share with people that there are people who manage assets, you know, shortly. There are always, there are also people who do more in the risk planning side of it, which is insurance. The way we look at it is we do holistic planning. So we help people plan out long-term solution and strategy. Uh, which is really relevant, relevant in the conversation that we have today because, you know, everybody who's following the market probably have noticed that uh, U.S. large cap, you know, has has dropped 30%, you know, in right. two weeks' time. Uh, and for a lot of people, it's devastating, right? Because if you are getting ready to retire this year and you are like, oh, my gosh, I just lost 30% of my retirement fund, Pretty much most of the people wouldn't, you know, decide to pull the plug and retire this year. They are probably going to work for a couple more years. Um, so it's it's kind of sad, you know, because I think that a lot of times that a lot of our decisions around money are very much driven by emotions and driven by, you know, what CNBC, the analysts tell you to do, buy this penny stock or, you know, chase after the next Amazon. So if we are all um, kind of focused on all this, you know, quick reactions and um, like fear-driven um, decision-making process, then it's very difficult for us to plan what we have to do so given sure. given everything that's going on right now i'm sure you're being bombarded with questions from your clients and even from people that maybe aren't your clients yet but they're thinking gosh i really need help with how to manage this situation so mm -hmm. what are some of the top questions you're being asked and how are you addressing them? now right now the two questions i get asked the most often uh, these days is that the number one you know um should I move all my 401k to bonds or just move all of them to cash so that I can stop the bleeding and I'm not going to lose half of my investment portfolio because that's what happened in 2008. So, of course, like any good question, the answer is it depends. <laughs> so, um, so today, if you are, let's just say, if you are in your 30s and your 40s and you don't really plan to use your retirement accounts for the next 20, 30 years, um, you are still accumulating, right? You are not going to touch the money for a while. Then the answer is no, because um, if everyone remember Warren Buffett's, you know, number one rule for, you know, wealth building is buy low and sell high, <laughs> right? So um, a really quick thing to think about is that by moving uh, and changing your asset allocation from, you know, let's just say mostly stocks, aka equity, to bonds. So you will be selling your stocks right now when the market came. Um, and then you will be buying bonds, which bonds are doing pretty well these days, and, you know, you'll be buying bonds at high. Then let's just say, you know, two months later, the market comes back, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go back to my original portfolio, which is, you know, 70% stocks and 30% 
bonds, for example, then what you will be doing is you are selling your bonds, which will be at low um, because the market comes back, bonds drop. So stock and bonds, they are kind of in reverse uh, relationship. So, and then you'll be buying back at the high. So we end up repeating the cycle of selling at low and then buying at high. Um, so that's really not a formula for building wealth. So that's the reason I share with people that if you are still accumulating, you are in your 30s and 40s, you don't really need your retirement accounts for the next 20, 30 years. And do not change your portfolio right now just because you, you feel like it's going to stop bleeding. Because there's no way for us to predict where the market is going. We don't have crystal balls. Nobody can consistently outperform the market. So the only way to make sure that you can recover, you capture the full market recovery is by consistently staying in the market and trust the financial plan, your financial planner have uh, built for you. Yeah. What about so, people that don't have, what, what about people that don't have a, a planner, uh, anybody to help them? Is this a good time to get one? <laughs> um, I think it's definitely a good idea before you are making any decisions, like talk with someone. Talk with someone who does it professionally, like who do that for a living. You know, it's not that you're a neighbor who kind of dabbles on trading and majority of the time, he, you know, he or she have their own business. Like talk to someone who um, really have seen things like this happen in the past um, and get some opinions and, you know, don't talk to just one person. Like get a few different um, advisors or, you know, people who, know what's going on and make a educated decisions and uh, just kind of realize that I think a lot of times that you are almost expected to do something but it's actually not true uh, sometimes the best decision is actually you intentionally decide to do nothing um, However, that doesn't really work 100% of the time, uh, but it really depends on where your stages are and what your investments are. And then before your Olympic system takes over and then just ask you to sell it already, talk to someone um, and you know, don't make the decision you're going to regret 10 years from now. So that's super important. Um, and the second most asked questions I have right now is that, well, everything's on sale right now, so what do I do? <laughs> right? um, so it is actually a really good opportunity if you find yourself with some extra cash you know, on hand and you want to be able to take advantage of the market. Um, and so I always tell people that, you know, for casual investors, you know, um, it's a really good opportunity right now because, quote unquote, everything's on sale. Um, most of the stock prices and uh, share prices are uh, undervalued at the moment. So I would encourage people to invest what you know. Find those companies that you know they are going to do well in the long term and you like their business practice and you think that you have you know, uh, confidence in them. And then invest on those companies that you know um don't follow any blogs or you know newsletters saying they're gonna promise you buy this penny stocks and you're gonna be a millionaire you know next month that's not happening so uh, so investing those companies that you know and uh for the long term and they uh there are some really good options out there so uh of course that 
still make sure you have your emergency fund. So don't take your emergency fund and go and buy stocks right now. So for those money that you have outside of emergency fund, you want to do some casual investment and find those companies that you like. Uh, there are some really good choices out there now. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Now, what about people who are closer to retirement? And mm-hmm. they are maybe getting ready to, to go this year, next year. Mm-hmm. What, what do they do? If it's not an option to stay in the workforce, if it's, mm-hmm. if it's just time. Yeah, so that's a really good question. So if he's, you know, um, for someone who is closer to retirement, if you don't have an advisor yet, you should definitely work with one <laughs> just yeah. to get a plan started. Um, but, you know, so right now there's no better time than right now. So just, you know, go find one. But of course that um, still something for you to um, to know is that um, if you are closer to retirement, you, you know, want to figure out, first of, all, first of all, how long do you have, right? And in your current um, investment and current uh, finances, do you have enough money uh, and in cash or money market or any kind of more um, secure investment? You know, how many years of cash reserve do you have? You know, just in case if you need to breach directly into a retirement, you need to figure out what your income situation is looking like. So with that said, then knowing how many, how much more time you can go, then um, you want to figure out that, okay, outside of that, what are your rest of investments and, you know, what's the timeline looking like? It's really important to have a plan build. And because in that area there's just so many unique situations it's really hard for us to say rule of thumb just do one two three sure Um, of course yeah so i think for people who are closer to retirement you will need and there are just so many different personalized situations um the complexity is really high there so um i don't want to give people five things to do and realize that none of it fit their situation so please go talk to a planner um there are a lot of good ones out there. And if you don't know a good one, you know, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Actually, can you share what states you work with? Because I know you're in Portland, but you mm-hmm. work you work in multi-state. Yeah, yeah. So um, what are the states I work with? So the states I'm licensed in uh, Washington, Oregon, California, Idaho, Texas, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin. New York, Maryland, Virginia. A lot. I think I covered most of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe some I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Kind of all over the place. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we'll definitely be sharing your information for people to connect with you if they want to, you know, explore things a little bit further. Um, If they don't have a planner yet, maybe you can point them in the right direction. Or if they're in one of your states, they can work with you. how you you've been hosting workshops you said the last two weeks and and when I emailed you and I said can you hop on the, a quick call and share some information you said mm-hmm. that you've been trying to reach as many people as possible so mm-hmm. what what is the message that you're trying to share with people in these workshops and in general right now um, so I think especially locally in Portland Oregon a lot of uh, small business owners are suffering because yes we do have the lockdown orders shelter in place right now. Right. So a lot of businesses are forced to close. So it it becomes really important for people, uh, for 
small business owner to have liquidity. So that's a number one question that people are trying to figure out. I cannot open my store right now and I have no revenue. I have payroll. I have all these fixed expenses. What do I do? Um, so that's the question a lot of people are asking. So what we have been doing is just kind of looking to, first of all, pull out your balance sheet and your cash flow statements and then see what do you have right now. Um, we couldn't predict where uh, this whole situation, the pandemic, where is it going? So we first just need to figure out that how much liquidity do you have and how long can you survive? Yes, there's going to be, you know, different packages and stay uh, support uh, uh, things that's going to come up. Um, sometimes it's, you know, we couldn't really rely on government support at, for the moment. We kind of just have to figure out. Right. Um, for a lot of small business owner, um, uh, owners, own finances usually commingle with the business finances. So I think the number one things literally find out how many months can you sustain um, and then from there what are the assets you have that you can use to raise cash and figure out how long you can do and um, sometimes that you know letting people go might be one of your best options sadly um, but it really depends on you know what we could do to stop the bleeding yeah, and there are still many programs and many nonprofits who are helping out. So I think, first of all, knowing where you are and what the resources you have available is really important. Um, since we're all sitting at home doing nothing right now, so what are the what are better things to do than looking at your financial statements, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a huge population of entrepreneurs and small business owners at She Ventures, and myself, that's been most of my calls the last couple of weeks have been triage. I call it triage with the, the business owners because it's something that none of us could have expected. You know, mm -hmm. you could have done all the best planning you could have had last year could have been your best year yet. And then now you're hit with this unexpected surprise. That's quite unique, as you said, because the doors are shut and you literally mm -hmm. maybe can't serve people the way you normally have. So we've mm -hmm. been encouraging people to, reevaluate how can you serve you know is it okay. is there something you can do to take things virtual and and still have uh still provide a service and still be able to charge for that service mm -hmm. yeah and i also think that you know definitely get creative is really important um and find out different revenue um uh, areas that you probably haven't thought about in the past and uh also i think that um it's really important uh, at this time to make sure that how you are connecting with your community, right? So for a lot of us, our work is very community driven. You also want to make sure that you are helping, you know, outlift the community. You are providing resources when you can. Um, for example, a lot of restaurants um, in Portland, when they are forced to close their business and they literally just cook up all the inventory for food and just hand it out for people who are in need, right? Yeah. So what a better message um, for that and knowing that we're in this together. So it's also a really good time to build your brand, you know, let people know what's important to you and why you are here and we're in this together. Um, and, you know, 
turn this situation into an amazing marketing campaign for you. Um, that's also something that would benefit you in the long time, in the long run. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, people are going to remember how you treated them and how you helped mm-hmm. them through this process. And if you're in business, you know, for most of us, we're in business to serve. Yes, we're in business to do well, hopefully, and have an abundant life and living. But most of us started our businesses because we wanted to serve in some capacity. So we do have that opportunity now, whether we're getting paid for it or not, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, yeah. to, find, to find creative ways to serve our community. I mm-hmm. couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think in the end of the day that, you know, this is not something that's going to become permanent, right? So, yes, it's hard for us to predict where this is going. But at the same time, that we are very confident that the whole economic system in the United States is incredibly strong. So September 11 didn't, you know, break the system. 2008 financial crisis didn't break the system. So we really don't think that it's going to be this earth-shattering zombie apocalypse that's going to happen. So it's just a matter of time, and we just really need to help each other right now. Um, And then it's a great time to brainstorm about where your marketing strategy or your business strategic planning, you know, what it's going to be in the next three to five years, right? So, you know, I think sometimes it would it will be easier for us to kind of see the whole situation by taking a step back and think about what's really important um, and what you could do given the time and resources that you have. Um, And then kind of take your business to the next level by being creative and being like, you know, thinking outside of the box. So a couple of quick questions. Maybe this is something you help people with, maybe not. But I know some of the other questions I've heard is, I just bought a house or I'm buying a house or I need a car. Is this the right time to buy a car? Are those things that you help people through or is that out of your wheelhouse? Well, um, so we do help people make decisions. What's the best use of dollar? Um, And then I think making major purchases, right? uh, Such as, you know, the example that you gave about buying a house or buying a car. um, I think, Timing, timing wise is hard, right? So it all depends on if you need it. Um, I would say that if we are all locked down, so probably a car is not really necessary at the moment. But of course, I don't know what you do. <laughs> so yeah, I think it really depends on if you need it or not. And interest rate is incredibly low right now. So um, if it works for you, you have enough um, um, liquidity, then it's a great idea to go out and shop for houses. I heard that a lot of realtors are like, <laughs> could use some business right now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but I think that's a good point. I mean, I, I, I know I'm personally getting hit up with every sale under the sun. I just relocated back to the States, so I still haven't bought myself a car. And I'm like, I'm definitely going to wait <laughs> until I can actually use it. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's just there's people I know that just closed on a house. Like, they just got their keys in the midst of all this. And some are freaking out a little bit, like, oh, God, this is the worst thing we ever did. Or are we going to be okay? And I think it stands with what you were saying about the portfolio. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a long-term play. It's not a get rich mm-hmm. quick overnight play. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, you know, that's that's a really good point that you reinforced that, you know, th- there's just really no 
make money fast right now kind of thing. And I think that um, especially for financial planning and making all those decisions that you really have to be willing to do the hard work. And sometimes people are not ready for it. You know, uh, we can't really just like overspend every month and think we're gonna make our first million pretty quick. Um, so a lot of times that we need to think through the decisions and knowing that it's not easy and then things are probably gonna suck in the first six months when you are thinking through all this. Um, but, you know, have a partner and have someone that you can trust uh, to brainstorm about those finance, financial decisions are, is really important. So, you know, I, I think it's important for us to bounce ideas up with someone and, you know, do some research. And there's a lot of information online these days. Um, so I think the important thing is that, you know, don't be don't make decisions just based on fears or based on emotion. Um, and a lot of times that, you know, the old wisdom of I'm just going to slip on it, <laughs> you know, sometimes that could be a really good decision as well. Yeah. Okay, great. And for people watching that maybe have older parents and they're a little concerned as well, I think that could be an issue. You know, are they going to be okay through this? Any advice on having those conversations with your parents or loved ones around like mm -hmm. just checking in with them to make sure that they have help and advice or something that they, they're looking out for what's going to be best for them long term? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, at different stage of life, we all have very different financial needs. And, you know, right now, um, that, you know, for our parents generation, that you'll definitely make sure that they are safe and all that and then just stay home for a moment. That's yeah. number one priority. And then from there, of course, that in terms of their, um, in terms of their finances, that um, at at a time like this, there are also more scam that's going around. Mm, so you know, to be careful um, on that. Um, and then again, like depending on where their life stage is and what their needs are, um, I think this is a really good time to make sure that all the estate planning documents are in order. So that includes wills and trusts and medical directive, uh, medical power of attorney, um, and then, you know, people who are going to be the executor and people know what, you know, your parents' wishes are, you know, it's a really good time to take times to say, where are those documents? And if you have one, if you have it, then, you know, make sure you get that ready. <laughs> um, and also um, that you are, you know, the people who are within you, like, make sure they know where things are just in case it were to happen. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing all this information with us. And we'll be sure to let everybody know how to get a hold of you. So thank you very much. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for helping as many people as you are in your community and throughout the States for now. Thank you so much for joining us today to listen in on a topic that impacts so many of us. Really appreciate the wisdom shared by Shin Chin Kuo. And, you know, if there's anything else that you guys would like us to cover in the upcoming weeks, months, topics that would be helpful to you right now as you're trying to navigate through your own life or business or your work in any which way, please let us know. We're here to serve you and we want to be of a support to this community in whatever way we can. 
we really believe that Stronger Together. Stronger Together is what's gonna get us through these challenging times. And we're constantly inspired by this amazing community of women that are just so strong, courageous, innovative, and you know, I know that there is light at the end of this. So please consider us a resource for support. And you can be in touch at hello at sheventures.co. That's the email address. And then you can also comment wherever you see this podcast posted on our channels and let us know if there's anything else you'd like to cover or if you have any other questions that you would like us to discuss in relation to this topic. All right, wishing you all a wonderful day wherever you may be and take good care and be well and safe.